And what's good, peeps and peepettes? Chip here on this Monday. Monday, glad to have you aboard for the ride. Marquette is here with me producing the big broadcast tonight. And I hope that you not only had a good Monday, but you had a good weekend as well. It was a beautiful day today. Uh, It's almost a shame we all had to go to work and school and wherever else it is that we had to go. But, you know, somebody has to pay the bills, right? Right. Uh, as I said, very happy to have you with us. Uh, we've not com- communed with one another in the last seven days, so I hope everything has been good for you. We have a good program tonight, and I am glad that uh, you are part of it. And speaking of being a part of it, you can do that in a couple of ways. Of course, if you're listening to us uh, here in the Memphis Shelby County area, 91.7 WYXR. On the FM side, of course, we are live. Or you can go to their website, wyxr.org, and uh, hit listen live, and you will listen to us live. Or you can go to the TuneIn app, and uh, T-U-N-E-I-N, of course, punch in WYXR in the search, and you should hear us crystal clearly. Got all that? Everything's good? Good. Uh, As I said a minute ago, we have a good show for you tonight, uh, but we have a lot of news and notes to get to today, believe it or not. If you are celebrating a birthday, an anniversary, or a special occasion, or that happened over the weekend, congratulations to you in whatever category you fall into. Uh, Now, somebody's going to figure this out. All it takes is one. That's my new saying now. All it takes is one. If you have a birthday or an anniversary or a special occasion and you want me to shout you out on this live radio broadcast, shoot me in uh, an email or shoot me a message on Facebook and say, Chip, today's my birthday or yesterday's my birthday and anniversary, what have you. And I will shout you out on the air. You know, you shouldn't be shy about all this because every time you guys have a birthday, you know, you announce it to to Facebook like hours literally before your birthday gets here. So uh, (laughs) that really shouldn't be, you know, too much of an issue. Okay, 
All right, I kid because I care. But I'm really not kidding. You should call me and let me know if you have a birthday. Speaking of uh, that, uh, my friend Carlos Rogers Sr. is celebrating his birthday today. Uh, He is a pastor, and he's also my barber as well. So the man has many skills. He's a really, really good dude, and I wanted to acknowledge and wish him a happy birthday. So if you know Carlos... Uh, you can maybe uh, shoot him a note and tell him that Chip, man, man, Chip shouted you out on the radio, man, said it was your birthday. So happy birthday, Carlos, and happy birthday to each and every one of you who are celebrating one on this day. The city of Memphis has selected a new police chief, and it is a female. Her name is Carolyn Davis. She will be the new police chief. Now, you notice I said chief. We're probably the only municipality in the entire country that use director in that terminology, police director. Well, the mayor said this afternoon, we're no longer using that. We're using chief. And she is the new chief. She will have to be officially confirmed by the Memphis City Council. That will take place tomorrow. Uh, They had a press conference this afternoon and to formally introduce her. And uh, she was there. And, of course, the mayor was there. and She fielded questions. And uh, she comes to us uh, from blah, 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 blah. She comes from us. uh, She comes to us as the current police chief uh, in Durham, North Carolina. And as I said, she will be the first woman to lead the department in its history and the first outsider outside of Memphis to lead this department in what I saw earlier was decades. So congratulations to her. Congratulations to the Memphis Police Department. And now it is uh, up to her to lead, but it is up to help us to help her uh, do her job as well as the police department. They have a lot of challenges. They have hiring challenges. Of course, crime is out of control in this city. So there are a lot of challenges as pertains to that as well. But we wish her nothing but the best when uh, she uh, actually uh, resumes the spot. I don't know when that's going to be, but I'm pretty sure it will be relatively soon. Uh, In other big news, uh, the George Floyd trial is about to come to an end. Closing arguments were made by the defense and the prosecution today. That lasted pretty much all day. The jury is now sequestered. And they will now make a decision based on all the information they have received uh, as to exactly how to charge uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chavin uh, in terms of, of, of all of this. Derek Chavin is the uh, officer uh, who is accused of um, murder in this case. And so we will see how the jury decides and when they decide and how long it will take them to decide. But they are now sequestered. And going over the evidence and we'll, I guess we'll all know when they decide to make a decision one way or another. We have had uh, some mass shootings. I don't know if you've been keeping up with things, but uh, mass shootings seem to be a very big deal uh, in this country. It's almost like sport. It really is. And it's a sad commentary on where we are today that you can lump mass shootings in with baseball games and basketball games and football. It's, It's almost like sport. Last week, we had a case of a 19-year-old who walked into uh, a FedEx facility in Indianapolis about 11 o'clock at night and opened fire, and he killed eight people. And then he turned the gun on himself. But 
we'll never know why he did what he did. Uh, I did hear something to the effect that the parents said about a year or so ago. They tried to get him some help for some mental uh, illness issues, but apparently that did not happen. He was able to buy an AK, not only one, but two, uh, by the way. But God rest the souls of those eight uh, innocent, innocent victims of that. Also, over the weekend, there were three people killed at a bar, and a mass murder, by the way, is categorized by three deaths or more. There were three people killed at a bar in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, police say that it was a targeted incident. Uh, the suspect has been arrested in that case. But again, I believe it was three men in that particular instance who were killed uh, at this bar. And yesterday, three people were killed, I think it was late Saturday, uh, at an apartment complex in Austin, Texas. Uh, the shooter was identified as an ex-sheriff's deputy uh, who uh, murdered these three individuals. Uh, police say this was a domestic uh, incident, uh, but uh, he fled the scene, but he was caught earlier today. So again, you know, uh, we we pray for the loss of life. Any loss of life is is too much. And of course, the last, uh, as I said, the last several days have uh, shown that uh, as to where we are. We, you know, I, I don't know, really, honestly, I don't know what to say, uh, but I'm going to continue to pray. I think that if we continue to pray, uh, you know, God will hear our cries and will hopefully help to stop the madness that seems to be going on in this country. In um, vaccination news, yeah, COVID is still here, by the way. And we are absolutely pushing, 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 pushing you, if you've not done so already, to take a vaccine shot. They are available. And as a matter of fact, the President of the United States announced yesterday that anybody 16 years and over can get a shot now. If you're 16 and up, you can get a shot. Here in Memphis and Shelby County, uh, many of the places that you can go, you don't even need an appointment. Just go. And the wait times are not that long. I do know that there is some vaccine hesitancy out there. But really, honestly, if, we, if we're looking to try to get back to some semblance of a normalized life, uh, a vaccination would be a very good start in that direction. Uh, right now, we are giving away Pfizer and we are giving away Moderna shots. Uh, the J&J is still on pause. So we will watch and wait to uh, see how that uh, situation itself unfolds. And by the way, speaking of vaccines and vaccination locations, uh, there will be a new one open tomorrow in Frazier uh, at the Southwest Tennessee Community College Gill Center. In Frazier, tomorrow, you can go. It will be a drive-through, uh, and you do not need an appointment. So that is for the folks that live in Frazier. Uh, you have an opportunity out there to get uh, vaccinated beginning tomorrow. The Pipkin Center is still going strong. A lot of places out here are still going strong in terms of this. And, look, we're vaccinating people by the thousands, but we still have a lot more folks to go Till hopefully one day we achieve herd immunity and we can get back to some semblance 
of normality. You know, we have big events coming up now. We don't have Memphis in May this year, but we do have the Barbecue Fest. But what about the Southern Heritage Classic? Is that going to be played this year? What about the <laughs> Marquette's shaking his head? Yeah, is it? Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they, they say that it has been announced that they're going to, but, I, you know, this whole 65,000, 70,000 people coming from all over the country when we still have COVID running around out here, eh, we'll find out how all that uh, unfolds. As far as the show is concerned tonight, yeah, we're going to talk about COVID. My first guest has been on the broadcast before. He's no stranger to Real Talk. He is Dr. Stephen Threlkeld. He is an infectious disease doctor who works out of the Baptist Medical Group. And he is going to stop by to talk to us about all things the virus, the variants, J&J, where we are in the process. Cases are starting to go up across the country again, even including here in Shelby County. Are we on the precipice of a fourth surge? He'll talk to us about that and give us his thoughts. Also, we will talk to Ms. Jerry Green. Uh, she is the director of the Community Legal Center uh, here in town. And basically, uh, their function is to help folks who need legal help and assistance, you know, who are, who are challenged financially and, and, and may be at risk. So we are going to talk to her about some of the many programs that they had that maybe you weren't aware of. And, of course, how you can help, um, you know, by uh, contributing uh, to, you know, fund that organization as well. Because, hey, you know what? We can't keep the doors open if, if we don't have the funding to be able to do that. And we can't help folks, you know, if that's the case as, 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 as well. So uh, she'll be back. She'll be, she'll be joining us close to 630. And in the second half hour of the show, uh, we will have a visit from Rachel Ozols. She is the assistant director of the Volunteer Odyssey program. Uh, so uh, we'll do the break first. Um, so um, stay with us. We're going to have a pretty good show tonight. Uh, we're going to take our first commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to get into it. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. You know who you are. We're going to take our first break and we will be right back. You're listening to Real Talk with Chip Washington. If you're celebrating a birthday, anniversary, or special occasion, shoot him a note and he'll read it on the air. Get involved and tell somebody about Real Talk. We'll be right back. Hi, this is the big O, Otis Redding. I was just standing here thinking about you. Thought I'd write a song about you and dedicate it to you. Take a listen. If you didn't go back to school this year, you're really not groovy. Maybe you feel that school is a drag, it just don't move you. But did you ever think about how square you look standing in an employment line because school didn't interest you? You're really hard to think about it. Without an education, you could only be a tramp. No guy shoes, no haircut, just plain old country. Don't worry about the fellas on the corner calling you green because you're in your future condition. You're really hard to think about. 
And furthermore, tell them that Otis Redding say you're very wise because you'll be at the top when they get there and if they make it, when they get there, if they make it, when they get there, if they make it, you really ought to think about Think about it, really ought to think about it. Support for WYXR comes from Crosstown Concourse, offering over 1 million square feet of climate-controlled space to freely run, walk, or jog, take in a YMCA class, or grab an Explorer bike share ride on the nearby V&E Green Line. For more information, visit crosstownconcourse.com. Support for WYXR comes from Crosstown Brewery. Now available, the Studio Session IPA, Raised by Sound, brewed in collaboration with WYXR. For more information, crosstownbrewery.com. Welcome back to Real Talk Memphis. Chip Washington here on this Monday. Glad to have you with us. Dr. Threlkel, I don't know if you can hear me, but I know he checked in a minute ago and said he was ready to go. We're having a couple of issues here, but we will get that straight down momentarily and we will uh, start the show uh, and uh, have him as our first guest. One thing I did not mention at the top, and I was talking about uh, all of the violent incidents that we have seen across the country. I failed to mention the 13-year-old in Chicago, Adam Toledo, 
uh, who was shot and killed by a Chicago police officer after a chase. Uh, apparently, they were chasing him through an alley. He did have a gun. Uh, apparently, he had a weapon in his hands, but he dropped the weapon when the officer told him to. He dropped the weapon, and his hands were up. As, as I don't know if you've seen the video or not, but his hands were up, and they were empty, but he was shot, uh, and he died at the scene. Now, this happened about 2.40 a.m. in the morning, which I guess my first question would be, why is a 13-year-old uh, out at uh, 2.40 in the morning, uh, you know, that that late at night or that early in the morning, uh, that seems a little odd to me. But uh, in any event, any death in particular, the death of a young man, 13 years of age, uh, was where he wasn't supposed to be at a time he wasn't supposed to be there. Uh, but the, clear, the video clearly showed that whatever he had, they, they did find a gun, they did find a weapon, in his hands, and he threw it because they found it behind the fence. And uh, he did have his hands up, and his hands were empty, but uh, then a shot was fired by the police the, uh, police officer, and he was killed. So, again, um, there are protests uh, breaking out all over the country uh, for some of the various incidents that we have seen. Of course, uh, everybody is on pins and needles uh, waiting for the uh, Chauvin, uh, Derek Chauvin, uh, George Floyd case uh, to unfold as to what those charges will be. I mean, they're putting up, you know, like razor wire. I mean, folks are just very tense. There's a very tense atmosphere, not only in Minnesota, but there's also uh, they're also pretty tense in Chicago and in various other places across the country that folks are protesting because of the uh, what seemingly seems to be these incidents of violence that are happening each and every week, and many of them are unexplainable. Also in Minnesota, uh, there was a 20-year-old young man, uh, I I believe, I can't remember his first name, but his last name was Wright. Uh, And uh, he was, of course, stopped by uh, Minneapolis police officers, apparently for some expired tags. Uh, After they stopped him, um, you know, they got, you know, they checked him. He had a warrant. And uh, when they found out after he had the warrant for a misdemeanor, um, they were going to arrest him, which is normal procedure if you are uh, stopped and you have a warrant. Uh, and um, what happened was um, he was being handcuffed by one of the officers, broke free of the handcuffs, got back into his vehicle. And his name is Dante, Dante Wright. And uh, got back into his vehicle and was about to drive off, I guess, when he was shot by a female police officer who initially yelled, I'm going to tase you, taser, taser, taser. And it ended up that she shot him with her service revolver, not um, a taser. Um, He was able to drive a few blocks where he crashed and unfortunately he died. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on out here, and there's a lot of tension, and there's a lot of anger, and there's a lot of angst uh, for a lot of people out here. Uh, if you're wondering what, what's going on here right now, um, we are uh, working on our phone system. I still plan on having my guests, and I still plan on talking to them, and I still plan on informing you, but we're, we're trying to work on that uh, here as, as, as we can. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take another quick break. I'm going to take another quick break, and uh, when we come back, hopefully we will be able to uh, get a hold of Dr. Threlkel 
and get the show on the road. This is Real Talk. We keep it going no matter what, like the Energizer Bunny. I'm Chip. You know who you are. We'll take a break. Right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Crosstown Concourse was founded on the idea that we are all better when we are together, which can be difficult these days. Luckily, Concourse has over 1 million square feet of indoor and outdoor space, so you can spread out while you hang out, eat out, or work out. Learn more at CrosstownConcourse.com. Support for WYXR comes from our partner, the Orpheum Theater Group, presenting Candlelight Concerts, an outdoor experience. From April to June, enjoy Memphis musicians on a stage surrounded by hundreds of candles with socially distant seating and food trucks. For more information, visit orpheum-memphis.com. The stuff that WYXR brings to the airwaves is already playing in the parking lots and basements where the next generation's journey is just getting started. And we can't imagine building the brands we do without the role music played in our lives. No matter what kind of art you make, music is what sets you on your path. Loaded for Bear is proud to support WYXR and community radio everywhere. Are you a University of Memphis student who is looking for some place to showcase your talents while learning about the radio broadcasting industry at the same time? Well, bring your talents to The Roar and WYXR. Join The Roar, the University of Memphis student-led radio live stream, where you can serve as a DJ, work in news or sports, or other creative roles. We are also looking for U of M students to serve as interns with WYXR 91.7 FM, the university's radio partnership with Crosstown Concourse and The Daily Memphian. For more information or questions regarding WYXR or The Roar, please email us at theroar at memphis.edu.
Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis. Chip Washington here. And without further delay, we are going to bring in our first guest. He is uh, an infectious disease specialist uh, from the Baptist Group. He is Dr. Steve Threlkel. Dr. Steve, you there? I am, sir. Good to be with you, Chip. Hey, man. Well, it's excellent. And thank you so much. Uh, You know, we're kind of muddling through here tonight, but that's okay because you're there and I'm here and we can talk now, so that's a good thing. So it's been a minute since you have been on the show, uh, and we have seen some ups and some downs, and we've seen a lot of vaccine go out, and we've seen uh, a lot of folks getting vaccinated. Uh, we still have a ways to go. Now we're dealing with some variants. So I guess I wanted to get uh, kind of an update from you as to where you think we are on the various processes. Uh, we have seen cases starting to rise just a bit because of the variants. But what's your take on where we are right now in terms of uh, the vaccination process and the uh, the virus itself? Sure. I think, you know, so the, the U.K. variant, of course, is here. It's, it's the yes. predominant variant. And yes. soon, if not already, will be essentially all of the virus here. And what does that mean? Well, it's more contagious. Um, and so it's going to be easier to transmit it around the community, which it already is. And it's probably more uh, virulent or lethal or deadly. Um, and so what we're seeing is the virus shift into a younger population because more of the older population is protected from the vaccine exactly uh, by the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing it shift into the younger population as being the more vulnerable population now. And because it's a meaner virus also, we're seeing some of those young people get a bit sicker. So it's a bit of a different lay of the land. It's what we saw, unfortunately, in uh, up in Michigan, which has been quite a quite a problem. We thankfully have not been hit as badly here. Maybe it's because of the warm weather. We don't really know. Right. But the vaccine works perfectly well against that variant. And until we get one of the other variants, you know, like the P1 uh, and the South African, we really need to uh, to plow some land with this virus and get people get people immune. You know, having said that, and of course, uh, you know, we have been uh, noticing uh, recently some of the trends in terms of some of the numbers uh, are starting to to go up. Uh, the RT is back over one, which is which is probably one of the most concerning signs of, of where we are with this with this uh, with this new strain that's here, the B one one seven. How much does it concern you that uh, numbers are on the rise, and do you think that we are on the the verge of a fourth surge, or is it too soon to to make that call? Yeah, I think it's hard. I mean, it's obviously concerning with what you see in other parts of the country. I mean, it's very patchwork right now. National figures aren't as meaningful as they have been because some people are doing very poorly right now. We have been very fortunate. We have an opportunity, um, and we can prevent such a fourth surge. Even if it's coming, um, we can, by vaccinating people, really knock that out. Not only is it perfectly effective at getting rid of the uh, of the UK variant, it also certainly is very helpful against warding off the most serious disease from even these other variants, the newer ones uh, that could come along. But but all we need is the UK to, uh, to get us into trouble if we don't vaccinate people uh, well enough. The one good thing we have going for us is that we have some extra time that some of those people did not. 
so we can vaccinate more people. Um, and also the summer weather, we hope, will help us. The, some of this stuff that's the worst seems to be on the northern tier of the of the United States. Right. So we may have an advantage there, mm-hmm. uh, but we can't afford to sort of waste that time. We need to, to get those vaccines into people because that's what's going to prevent the problem, really. Speaking with uh, Dr. Steve Threlkeld, the uh, infectious disease specialist, and you've seen him. Uh, you know, he's been on TV uh, quite a bit, and uh, he has been one of the counselors and one of the go-to folks as pertains to this virus. Talk to me about the J&J. Of course, we all know it's paused now, and uh, there may be some kind of decision by the end of the week, uh, so I'm hearing. Uh, do you have any concerns about uh, that? I mean, obviously, six cases out of, what, almost 7 million uh, shots administered. But still, I mean, there is some reason for them to pause. Am I correct? Yeah, so I, I, you kind of broke up on the chip. We're talking about the J and J virus. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear me better, but uh, yeah, the yeah, J, the no. J, the J and J virus, of course, has been paused, and and I think yeah. that may give some folks who already have a vaccine hesitancy issue uh, even more pause for concern. What's your take on all that? Yeah, no, it, it's certainly problematic for those of us who are trying to to sort of point out the numbers and the protection with the vaccine, even if you want to say that this, uh, the J&J vaccine is the cause of these side effects, even if that's true, and we don't know that 100% certainty yet, but even if it's true, your chance of getting uh, really sick or one of those blood clots from this virus is about one in a million. Your chance of dying from it are quite a bit lower than one in a million. Right. Your chance of dying from COVID-19 have remained somewhere around 1,700 out of a million. Mm-hmm. So you got two doors here. You got to go through one of them. I mean, you know, um, if, if you're going to be taking the safe choice, it is by a factor of about 1,700 taking the vaccine, even if it's the J&J and the J&J is responsible for those things. And the other two virus, uh, another two vaccines that we have no have no such connection to those blood clots. So. I worry that people sort of focus on those numbers, small as they are, and think, gosh, that's dangerous. It's nothing compared to the danger of the actual virus itself. So we are continuing to vaccinate people by the thousands on a daily basis. More uh, places, pods are opening up. And and the president said yesterday that uh, from now 16 years and up can get the shot. So pretty much every American get, can get the shot in a lot of places including here, of course, no appointment necessary. Just go and get it and do what you need to do with it and uh, and, and, and move on down the road. Uh, in your estimation, in terms of what you're seeing and um, from a percentage perspective and numbers-wise, uh, where are we in this process in terms of the percentage that we will need to get to in order to hopefully achieve some type of herd humi- uh, immunity? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, if you look at sort of the, the, the herd immunity, people have considered it between 70 and 80 percent, and that's either infection naturally or the vaccine. The problem is that we keep moving the goalposts because of the variants. I mean, these the new variants that are potentially out there, yeah. uh, the P1, the Brazilian, the South African, they don't respect immunity from the, the natural old Wuhan virus anymore. And so, you know, we may lose some of those people. We hoped that you know, they would count in the immune pool. And then, of course, we want to make up as many people vaccinated as we can to get to that 70 or 80 percent. 
but young people, you know, they still aren't very, uh, they aren't very uh, gung ho on the vaccine. No. And so we've got to have that population in order to get there. There's just yeah. a lot of them, and it's really the, the where the center of the uh, of the transmission of the virus is right now. So it's very important that we motivate that age group and that we 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 sort of meet them where they are with their concerns and make sure they understand the numbers really well. So we have uh, <laughs> we have a challenge with with those who are seem rather disinterested, which are the young folks. And we have a challenge with the variants that are trying to take over as much as they can, as quickly as they can, uh, you know, as, as, as well. But, but uh, do you see, final question, do you see maybe by the end of the year or sometime maybe late fall um, that we will be headed in the right direction in all of this? Or is it just too, still too early to tell? Well, it's unfortunate you are the tell because of a couple things. Um, because there still is a tremendous amount of uh, you know, replicating virus floating out there, we may see variants that we haven't heard of yet, you know, that may make the vaccine right. less effective. Right. You know, a good portion of the world has not seen vaccine one. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of a wealthier country thing right now. So yeah. when you look at that, We've learned, if nothing else, that you, if you're not taken care of everywhere, you're not taken care of anywhere. Anything that's happening in some other country, uh, as we saw in the beginning of this thing, yeah. could get here. We, yeah. we saw it at first from Wuhan. Now we see it from, you know, from South America, some of these other variants. And they, any of them could begin to circulate the globe at any time as long as that vaccine is still running around in large numbers, uh, which it still is worldwide. So we have to be prepared for that. But I think you know, we certainly have the luxury of being able to vaccinate uh, everybody that wants one in this country, uh, and that could get us back at least temporarily to normal. We that, That's sort of the goal of all this, that we can vaccinate everybody. Uh, we'll be taken care of because, again, there is essentially 100 percent protection with these vaccines mm-hmm. from severe disease and death. And I think if there's one point to get across, that's what it is. They are essentially 100 percent effective at that. Well, we will keep an eye on it, and we know you will keep an eye on it. Dr. Steve Threlkel, thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to uh, chat with our audience tonight. I really appreciate it, and I'll be getting back with you soon. My pleasure, Chip. Good to be with you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, well, there you go. Uh, Dr. Steve Threlkel kind of giving us his take on where we are. We're going to take a quick break, very quick break, and when we come back, because we're a little behind, we are going to talk to Jerry Green um, about some uh, legal services that her uh, agency offers and exactly some things that maybe you did not know that you that you were able to get in reference to uh, what she does. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip Washington. We're going to take a very quick break. And when we come back on the other side, we'll be speaking with Jerry Green. Stay with us. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Support for WYXR comes from Crosstown Brewery. Now available, the Studio Session IPA, Raised by Sound, brewed in collaboration with WYXR. For more information, crosstownbrewery.com. 
Support for WYXR comes from our partner, Spaces Group. Spaces Group is a commercial furniture dealership located in Memphis, Tennessee and Jackson, Mississippi, specializing in furniture for the corporate, healthcare, educational, government, and not-for-profit markets. For more information or to start your project, visit spacesgrp.com. Looking for some place to showcase your talents while learning about the radio broadcasting industry at the same time? Well, bring your talents to The Roar in WYXR. Join The Roar, the University of Memphis student-led radio live stream, where you can serve as a DJ, work in news or sports, as well as several other creative opportunities. We are also looking for U of M students to serve as interns with WYXR 91.7 FM. For general information or questions regarding WYXR or The Roar, please email us at theroar at memphis.edu. Must be a current student or a recent graduate of the University of Memphis. Crosstown Concourse was founded on the idea that we are all better when we are together, which can be difficult these days. Luckily, Concourse has over 1 million square feet of indoor and outdoor space, so you can spread out while you hang out, eat out, or work out. Learn more at CrosstownConcourse.com. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis. Chip Washington here on this Manic Monday, (laughs) but we are making it through. Why? Because you know what? We are who we are, and we are not going to let things stop us. Right now, uh, it is really a pleasure to speak with my next guest. Her name is Jerry Green. She is the interim director of Community Legal Center. Jerry, can you hear me okay? I can. Can you hear me? I, I got you. I hear a little. I, I hear a little something in the background, but that's okay. We're doing. We're, we're doing just fine. We're doing just fine. And listen, thank yes, you. Yes, I apologize. I'm out at the baseball field with my boy. But, uh, yeah, you're being a mother. I'm towards the car. Where it's a little quieter. For uh, you. I got you. No problem at all. Well, listen. Thank you so much for taking some time to come on the show tonight. And uh, for those of us who don't know, uh, tell the audience about the community legal center and the services that you all provide. So, you know, there's times in your life where you might not like attorneys, but you need an attorney. (laughs) Sure. And there are people who can afford to hire an attorney, and there are people who can qualify for legal aid. And in between, there's what we call the justice gap. And that's where our clients fall. We do civil legal services. We don't do criminal law. But we step up and help those people who would otherwise not have an advocate. We handle all kinds of cases. elder abuse, immigration, um, any sort of civil problems, adoptions, wills, divorces, people looking for a fresh start. We have a variety of clients, but they fall in that gap. And what we do is stand up and be a voice for those people who wouldn't have anyone to stand up for them. Well, there, there, there's absolutely a need for that. And for those of you who are joining us uh, just now, we are speaking with Jerry Maudlin Green, she is the director of the Community Legal Center uh, here in the city. And I, and I liked that. I looked at your website and I like kind of how you, you all framed it. Your mission is to provide civil legal services 
to those with limited means and those at risk. Now, um, in, in terms of what you do on a daily basis, um, how great a percentage is that, especially those that, that, that you would say are, are at risk one way or another? So I will tell you this. Before the pandemic, over 30% of Memphis qualified for our services. Oh, boy. That number has only increased yeah. with the number of people who've become underemployed or unemployed. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's also some things that are on the rise. A lot of immigration stuff is increasing um, as we're seeing the new administration. And very unfortunately, we're seeing a rise in elder abuse. Right. As a lot of people have been isolated and now people are getting vaccinated and are, for the first time, people are laying eyes on them. We're also, interestingly, seeing a lot of divorces. But on average in Tennessee, 60% of Tennesseans have at least one civil legal problem per year. And a majority of Americans cannot afford a $400 emergency. So that means that when they need something, whether they've been sold a lemon car or they have a landlord-tenant issue and they're facing, you know, odds against somebody who is mistreating them and where they live. They don't have anyone to turn to because they can't afford it. Mm -hmm. And so we step up and help those people. We do charge a sliding scale fee based on your income and your family size and the complexity of the case. Mm -hmm. But we've really found that these people are working and they want to contribute towards their legal needs, but, but they just can't afford, you know, a private attorney. And so we're glad to be able to be a resource to the city of Memphis, to all of Shelby County, so that we can help those people who wouldn't be able to have their day in court otherwise. It sounds like you provide an extraordinarily valuable service for those um, really in need who need it. But I guess I'm going to flip this around and, you know, as, 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 as we round the curve here to find out what can we do as citizens of Shelby County, Memphis and Shelby County, to help you be able to do your job uh, effectively to help so many other people. Well, you know, you mentioned our website. I would love for people to go there. Um, It's www.clcmemphis.org and visit and look. We actually have a couple of videos. There's one on the front page of our clients. Yes. Hear from them directly about how impactful this work is and then spread the word. Um, You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and LinkedIn. We're not super active there, but we are there. Mm -hmm. Um, And help promote and be an ambassador for us, amplify our our message so that people who need our services can find them. If you are like you and have a radio show or a newspaper or magazine or anything um, where we can highlight what we do, we would love to speak to you. And of course, donating is so important. Um, This past year has been particularly hard in fundraising, not being able to hold any in-person events. Mm -hmm. And so we are lucky to have wonderful supporters who have sustained us through this tough time. But like I said, um, it's sort of like a tsunami. We've watched the waves recede during the pandemic, and now they're crashing the shores. And um, our staff is overwhelmed with the influx of calls that we're getting. We did 20 divorces just last month. And I will tell you, that seems like, why would I help someone get a divorce? Well, I, we represent people who are domestic violence victims. I just had a client, uh, attorney tell me about a client who lost an organ. Um and she wanted to get away from this abuser and have a fresh start mm-hmm. and be able to get child support. Mm-hmm. We help people do that, and we can't do it without supporters helping us fundraise to be able to do our work. Well, I wanted to commend you and your team for the work that you do to help so many on a daily basis. 
And uh, for those who are listening to this broadcast and feel compelled to help, go to their website uh, and uh, listen to the testimonials as, as I did and, 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 and hear some of the stories about what they do on a daily basis. And if you can help, uh, I'm sure they would really appreciate it. Uh, Jerry, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your very busy schedule to talk to our audience. And listen, you're welcome back anytime. And I, and I mean that next time uh, we'll have a little bit longer to talk. Uh, but, uh, but, 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 but thank you for all the work that you do. We really appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate any chance I get to tell about my lawyers who I think are life changers and lifesavers and the great work we're doing here in this city. And I'm just so wonderfully surprised to be able to have a moment on your platform. So thank you for that. Thank you very, very much. And have a good evening. And I hope your boy wins uh, his game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Me okay. too. All okay, right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Jerry Green uh, has, uh, was, was my guest. And now we're going to take another quick break, Adam. And when we come back, we are going to talk to Miss Rachel about volunteering. Everything you wanted to know about volunteering, but we're afraid to ask. This is Real Talk. I'm Chip. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Support for WYXR comes from Crosstown Brewery. Now available, the Studio Session IPA, raised by sound, was brewed in collaboration with WYXR. A percentage of all sales benefit our station. For more information, visit CrosstownBrewery.com. Support for WYXR comes from Crosstown Concourse, offering over 1 million square feet of climate-controlled space to freely run, walk, or jog, take in a YMCA class, or grab an Explorer bike share ride on the nearby V&E Green Line. For more information, visit CrosstownConcourse.com. Are you a University of Memphis student who is looking for some place to showcase your talents while learning about the radio broadcasting industry at the same time? Well, bring your talents to The Roar and WYXR. Join The Roar, the University of Memphis student-led radio live stream, where you can serve as a DJ, work in news or sports, or other creative roles. We are also looking for U of M students to serve as interns with WYXR 91.7 FM, the university's radio partnership with Crosstown Concourse and The Daily Memphian. For more information or questions regarding WYXR or The Roar, please email us at theroaratmemphis.edu. Support for WYXR comes from our partner, the Orpheum Theater Group, presenting Candlelight Concerts, an outdoor experience. From April to June, enjoy Memphis musicians on a stage surrounded by hundreds of candles with socially distant seating and food trucks. For more information, visit orpheum-memphis.com. The stuff that WYXR brings to the airwaves is already playing in the parking lots and basements where the next generation's journey is just getting started. And we can't imagine building the brands we do without the role music played in our lives. No matter what kind of art you make, music is what sets you on your path. Loaded for Bear is proud to support WYXR and community radio everywhere.
Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR. And he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis. Chip here on this Monday, Monday. And we are going to talk about volunteerism and everything you wanted to know, everything maybe you didn't want to know, but we're afraid to ask. I have somebody on the phone right now uh, who who can tell us all about it. And, and, and Ms. Rachel, are you there? I am, Chip. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing tonight? doing pretty well thank you for having me well look thank you for taking some time to be on the show um we're gonna jump right into it ozo ozos yeah yes look at you perfect look at that you know every <laughs> now and again you hit the dartboard you know absolutely okay so tell us about volunteer odyssey uh this yes. this this wonderful program that you all are 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 heading up and are involved in. And you have a major event coming up on Friday, too, don't you? Yes, absolutely. So uh, to start Volunteer Odyssey, we're a volunteer center based in and built for Memphis. Yeah. Uh, and really, we're just trying to meet community needs through volunteerism. So uh, this virtual volunteer day that I'm on here to talk about tonight, last, I would say May, you know, we're in this pandemic. It's obviously going longer than the two weeks uh, to stop the spread. Yeah. And so... All of these in-person volunteer opportunities had been canceled or, you know, just not happening at the rates that they were. And mm -hmm. we were trying to find a way to still get people involved in service from a safe distance. Sure. And so we came up with this Make a Difference from a Distance Virtual Volunteer Day. Um, we got a bunch of nonprofit friends of ours and partners to uh, come up with virtual and remote projects that anyone could do. And we had a really successful day of service. Uh, so we decided to do that again this Friday, April 23rd, again from 9 to 5 p.m. Well, you know what? I thought it was a really neat idea. And you mentioned a second ago about the uh, corporate partnerships that you have. And you have some major players involved in this and some heavy hitters, yeah. which, I guess tells, yeah. which, which I guess tells me that volunteerism is really a very, very serious uh, issue. Um, and a lot of folks do want to get involved, do they not? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we understood kind of the uh, uh, reluctance last year, but we're seeing mm -hmm. more and more people get out for the in-person opportunities. But we still wanted to have a way to get people involved, uh, again, from a safe distance um, and give back to some of our, our uh, favorite uh, nonprofit partners here in Memphis. So um, we have people like Memphis Rocks, Make-A-Wish Mid-South, Room in the Inn, uh, WYXR actually has a project as well. Big, big fans of you all. Um, and and they're all really cool, easy, uh, easy to do projects from your home or office. Well, I, I you know I, I have to I have to admit you know and I, I and I like volunteering for events when I have the time to do it because honestly there is nothing more heartwarming and and really that knowing that you're doing something to help someone else. Right. And I right. think I think that honestly, Rachel, is really the the big thing. Talk a little bit about about that and how gratifying it is. Um, and it doesn't seem like you have to do a lot of work to get partners to be involved in volunteer um, volunteerism. Am, am I correct in that? Right. No, absolutely. And it is it's so huge right now. Memphis especially has just 
uh, an exorbitant amount of, of nonprofits that have high, high needs. Yes. Um, so as many people that can get involved and honestly just get involved in the missions and find out more about what these amazing nonprofits are doing uh, is so vital to our community. And so we make it really easy with this event. Um, we'll be streaming live from our Facebook page from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. We're uh, live every top of the hour. So 9 through 4 o'clock, we have projects. Um, and we will interview these these nonprofit partners of ours. They'll tell us about their projects. They'll tell us how it correlates to the mission. So you kind of get that feeling of an in-person day of service yeah. uh, through your Facebook Live video. So all you have to do is jump onto our Facebook page, or you can register at volunteerodyssey.com. Um, and, and you'll see how to do the projects, how to complete them, how to turn them in and, and just give back a little piece from, to these nonprofits who have just been really hustling, especially through the pandemic. So real quickly, your, your Facebook page is, is, is volunteer odyssey. Am I correct? They can yes. go to that, right? Yes. And, and, fi- and find out all the information they need to find out about this. Yes, absolutely. And if you also visit volunteerodyssey.com. Yeah. Uh, there's a little pop-up that comes up. You can click on that and it will take you directly to the registration page. Well, you know what? I commend you for doing the work that you do on a daily basis. Oh, and by the way, I have to tell the audience, you know, I, when I always, when I promote my shows, I always like to have uh, uh, the picture of the individual who's going to be on the show representing wherever they're representing from. So Rachel sends me a picture of her with her hat on, head down, can't see her face at all. Oh, well, that's what we do. We're just we're just volunteering. They're I just busy that. bees. I, I know. I know you are. I thought that was so cute. But listen, Rachel, Rachel Ozos, I, I thank you so much uh, for all the work you do for Volunteer Odyssey. And uh, we hope that Friday is a huge Huge success. I'm glad that uh, Robbie and JB recommended uh, you to come on my, my show, and I hope it wasn't <laughs> too, too bad for you. <laughs> so, yes. So, yes. Thank you so much, Skip. I appreciate you having me. Listen, uh, you're welcome back anytime, and uh, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much, yeah? Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. So there you go. Uh, there you have it. We uh, got through this one. How about that? Real Talk Memphis is the, is the stuff, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Marquette. Thank you, uh, Adam, for uh, helping us out tonight. Really appreciate it. And thank you, uh, the listening audience, uh, for being a part of this broadcast. I really appreciate you. As Adam plays me out, uh, we are going to uh, try to see if we can't come back next week. How about that? And do it. A little bit better than we did it tonight. We always strive to be better. Oh, by the way, uh, Pledge Week is coming up here at this fine radio station starting this weekend. Uh, So we want you to give, support, support, support this radio station. You'll hear a lot more about it as the week goes on. And, of course, next week uh, here on Real Talk Memphis and all of the fine radio shows um, that this station has on a daily basis for you. So in the meantime, in between time, for Adam, for Marquette, for Robbie, who's sitting here as well, (laughs) for all of us here in the studio, I'm Chip, and I'm out. Have a great week.